I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. 
Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. It's almost like the school lunch table because we assume certain roles in our friendship dynamic and Joy has gotten so good at just doing like the synopsis that my default is to be like, I'm going to sit back right now. I'm going to let Joy do this. <laughs> I didn't realize I was, was I, have I been railroading? I'm no, sorry. You're good at it. No. And then what happens is Sophia's really, really good at ad reads and doing like the emotional work, like the therapy work. And I'm the one that does the <laughs> bump bump. <laughs> Maybe that's true of every friendship. Chandler Bing. Yeah, we've just got our we've got our jobs. So, <laughs> whose job is synopsis? Somebody bring. I us think in. you should. I think you should I, step out of your comfort Hillary, zone, Hillary. I, I agree. I think you got to do it. Tell the people what they win too today. Much pressure, you guys. We. F- cried this episode after multiple times the the last few episodes have been real stinkers and so was not expecting this yeah season three episode 12 i've got dreams to remember it was uh january 25th 2006 when this aired and the synopsis is everyone is thinking of their future after meeting with tree hill high's guidance counselor Brooke finds out the real reason why Rachel submitted her to Rogue Vogue. Keith (laughs) is unfazed by Dan's attempt to rattle him and asked Karen out on a date. And then Nathan's feeling the pressure of his basketball dreams while Lucas takes center court and gets the attention of a college scout. Hmm. Seriously, a lot to cover. Wept. You know what I love? I really liked this episode. Yeah. Um, I liked seeing people get what they need. Mm-hmm. Everybody sort of got mm. a little bit of what they needed. And even Brooke, when you know, when you were feeling super vulnerable and like scared of leaving high school and all that, like getting this, A, having an adult listen to your fears and being able to talk mm. about those things to a grown up who is a safe space, which is just awesome. And have those fears validated and the, yeah, it's scary. Um, Peyton getting, uh, oh, and Brooke also being able to get what she needs with Rachel and still finding a way to uh-huh. stick up for herself. That was so <laughs> great. Peyton getting what she needs from Ellie, the beautiful, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll hit all these moments in depth, but you know, H- Haley and Nathan getting what they need with each other and uh, the, the acknowledgement and, um, willingness to sacrifice for each other and the Mm -hmm. bridge back to each other. Nathan getting what he needs and learning how to step up and be a leader and put the team first. Lucas getting what he needs and recognizing that he's probably not going to go to college for basketball. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's in, in the ball, pardon the pun, (laughs) balls in his court (laughs) to, you know, pass the baton to Nathan. Um, and uh, Keith and Karen getting what they need, oh, and and Dan yeah, gets did. a real good taste of his own medicine. <laughs> it's everybody gets what they need. I love it. That's a great way to put it. It is. I mm-hmm. um w- at the end of this episode, we were all like, "Who directed this?" And this director is a guy named Stuart Gillard. How do we want to say his last name? That double L. 
Stuart Gallard. Well, there's no U, so I think it's Gallard. 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 Canadian director. And when I looked up his credits, I was like, I know, I know this guy. Joy, you and I geeked out so hard on this man because he directed like five episodes of Avonlea. Right? <gasps> That's right. You guys know it's like we're obsessed with Anna Green Gables. We're obsessed with Anna of Avonlea. Megan we're obsessed follows. with that old series, Avonlea, which is like a very Canadian, old timey TV show that we loved as kids. And we kept we kept kind of noticing in this episode all these tiny little moments that meant mm. so much. And mm-hmm. it's very reminiscent of a show like Avonlea where you don't have like big, huge things going on. It took place in like the 1800s, you know? Yeah. The little things are kind of the only thing that matter. And so to have a director like that come in and and make a meal out of those tender little moments, ugh, love that's well that's it reminded me of why that's why i was saying when we were watching it this is what people fell in love with this is why people came back to tree hill every week because they were so in love with it's the it's the meat in between Mm -hmm. it's the moments the tiny moments and especially you know you said it a minute ago joy when people have been struggling and they get what they need it's a breath of fresh air oh yeah this whole episode felt like a breath of fresh air and and this incoming director stewart made these gorgeous choices, the way that he interviewed all of us in tight so that the guidance counselor, while being a great comic relief and really jumping in and and being so good as a guest star, also would disappear in the moments that our characters got really vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You got to see people share things that they'd been scared to say out loud. And as, as the episode went on, it got tighter and tighter and tighter. And then we were all looking into camera Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I love that you noticed that. I didn't see oh, that. Oh, I thought he made such brilliant directing choices. In addition to bringing you literally into the characters' worlds, when the Ravens were winning the championship, all the slow-mo mm-hmm. was so gorgeous. Yeah. You saw everyone have a moment of, you know, holding their breath in anticipation and then joy and us over with all the, you know, the three of us with the cheerleaders and yeah. Mouse and Gigi, you know, screaming, and Keith and Karen, you know, a pom pom went flying, and popcorn yes. went by in slow mo, and then they kissed oh, that each shot other. Of Lucas under the basket yes. when he's coming down from making that winning shot, and he, yeah, he makes it, and everyone grabs him, and then he's just being carried, and you thought he was going to have a heart attack, and he didn't. Like every <laughs> moment, oh my god, it was so. Good and mm-hmm. and we needed this. We needed it. And we for needed this. Yeah, yes. honestly, oh. <laughs> for the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> we a cleanser. The audience needed it because yes. those the last like I don't know four or five episodes. Mm-hmm. It's been a little rocky, and every, we've had so many guest directors and people coming in and trying new styles. And sometimes it like kind of takes away from the original, you know, meat of what we're trying to do. And mm-hmm. there's just so many kind of fuzzy things that to that I feel like. This nailed it. The audience, we everybody in the show got what they needed and the audience got what we needed. We needed this moment of like, rah, rah, cheer. Yes, it's all going to work out. And the emotion. It felt like a small town in this episode. You know, mm-hmm. so much yeah. of what our show builds into is like, there's always this kind of escalation into either big city or richer kids or 
you know, the more, mm. more, 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 more mentality. And this was a small town episode. You're mm. back in this old timey gym that we all fell in love with. Oh, I um, love that gym. When that Keith gym. picks Karen up for the date and um. the three of us were like, oh, like, yeah, you guys don't understand Wilmington sidewalks at night. Oh have a very specific, like, sound and smell and sense and memory. temperature and, mm. w- Which one of you said it? You were like, I can smell it. I did. Yeah. So, like, the leaves. I can smell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, and that really low-hanging humidity. Mm-hmm. You get this mixture of salt water and magnolia mm-hmm. and gardenia and, old leaves because the seasons are changing and it's like all mixed together you can't tell mm. if it's the most beautiful smell or the strangest smell but to us <laughs> it smells like, smells like a ghost there is, <laughs> there is no place more romantic to me than the south mm-hmm. take paris mm-hmm. you can have paris i want the south it is so romantic you're you know there's there's literally bugs flying around that light up the sky like they're little fairies flying around everywhere mm-hmm. in the summer it's uh, it's unbelievable well, and the the heat and the you know you're just mm-hmm. like oh it's so sexy i love it and i think especially for the three of us that's where we came of age yeah you know we talk about yeah. movies and television and these classic coming of age stories that's what one tree hill is and yeah. wilmington was our coming of age story together and here we are it makes me so emotional like we say this all the time when we go out and we speak like we're the love story you guys and i i'm i'm having this deeply nostalgic like stuart really brought us back oh my god deeply nostalgic feeling about us three coming of age together on those sidewalks Late at oh, night, like I can around literally town. hear the click of our boot heels. Yeah, like you know how there's that <laughs> echo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all had our high heeled boots, and I can. Yeah, there's just um, there's an intimacy it, to this small town feel that we got in this episode. Mm, I'm, mm-hmm. I it's missed quiet. it. Yeah, yeah. The, there's a quietness too to those mm-hmm. to those streets, even on the busy days, you know, the river walk stuff. And when we would be out, even when we were doing burning boat stuff and, Mm. or if you just go out downtown, you're walking around, there's something that you, there's always around any corner. There's a, there is an intimacy and a quiet that you could find just tucking into any small corner that you can't find in New York city. You can't Mm. quite find it in LA. There's always some I don't know. There's something. It's a small town thing. It's really unique to small towns, knowing that you can find it. And you hit it on the on the head too, Hillary. The wonder. There's magic Mm. in the air. There's wonder around every corner. It's not all been blown out to where people are jaded and it's like, eh, whatever. There's still magic. It still feels fun. Well, to have a smaller Mm. basketball crowd too, you know, like. That smaller gym really set a tone. And, you know, we saw it in the last episode and it was so gross and the boys are cleaning it up and it just kind of felt like a device. And it was like, oh, we got kicked out of our normal gym to film. So we're going to go like make (laughs) up this story. Having fewer extras, being able Mm -hmm. to really like decorate the place, but have those decorations set against a backdrop of decay. Mm. You know, when you grow up in a small town that doesn't have resources 
and you see that decay every day. And then you're having these conversations with 17 year old kids about what is your future going to be? I really appreciated that not all of our characters were like, oh, we're going to college, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What? How can I afford it? What a luxury to be able Mm -hmm. to go to college. And Mm -hmm. it's not a reality for every kid. But on TV, like a lot of the other teen dramas, it was just kind of a given. Like, we're all going to go to college. Not us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that really resonated, I don't know, with me and, you know, growing up sort of middle, lower class. And and I think there's just so many people that resonate with that sense of not everything is secure, not everything is certain out there. And we're mm-hmm. all just kind of struggling by. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think it is nice to see everyone not be so confident all the time. You know, we've yeah. talked a lot about how there was this sort of over-indexing on our show of success. Mm-hmm. Everybody became something huge. The best in something. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really nice to see people just say, look, I don't know what's gonna happen. I loved, you know, especially for a character like Brooke, who, you know, was one of the quote-unquote rich kids at school. You're so good yeah. in this I, episode. I loved seeing behind the curtain, thank you. I'm like, wait, I should learn to take a compliment. We were yeah, talking you about should. that while we were watching the episode. <laughs> um, you know, I loved being able to, through her, peek behind the curtain and say, this person who looks like they have it all together is alone, has no one to talk to, doesn't know if she's good at anything, doesn't know if she's going to end up anywhere. You know, whether it's outward projection or an observer's expectation or your own fear, nobody really knows what's accurate. Mm -hmm. And so watching Peyton say, I don't know if I'm going to go to school, watching Haley say, well, what matters more to me, my individual dreams or or my partnership? Having Brooke be afraid that she may not amount to anything once she leaves high school, these were all windows into these people and and it feels more real. And yeah, Joy, you're right. When you think about how you grew up, like my mom went to trade school. She was a dental hygienist. Like, you know, th- there was yeah. there wasn't a a, a degree available to everyone, um, yeah. even a generation behind ours. And the reality is there wasn't a degree available to any, everyone in our generation. And there oh, certainly yeah. isn't a degree available to everybody now. And I appreciate the representation. Yeah. Well, th- and that's, that's where I was going with it is that Brooke mm-hmm. represents a demographic that does exist. There's nothing, there's no shame in, in being wealthy. There's no shame in growing up that way. That's, that's, that is a demographic of people who grew up that way, but it doesn't take away the humanity and the things that we struggle with. And that's what yes. I love Brooke representing is that she's, she's still just, just a girl standing in front of a high school wondering <laughs> if she'll survive. Will she have a future? <laughs> I'm just a girl standing in front of my college counselor asking, is anyone ever going to love me? Oh my God. In the most fabulous little Argyle sweater. Your outfit this episode was so fucking cute. Guys, the early 2000s were, they were were redeemable. Okay. They were real cute. There was some good stuff. I mean, look, all the kids are wearing it now. I mean, now it's ironic, but they're still wearing it. God bless them. Cute and flattering. Clueless made an impact not just on us, but on generations to come. Thank you, Alicia. That's right. That's 
right. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, but like you, you mentioned our guest actress, Donna Cooper, who played the um, school counselor. What like a huge job, mm. you know, she's got yeah. a, she's got to scaffold this entire storyline and also be someone trustworthy in the, the mm-hmm. course of like one episode, why we didn't have her all the time. Mm. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Wouldn't know. that have been nice? God. Well, to see Brooke open up to someone, to see an adult that's able to get in there with the kids in a meaningful way. She would have been a great series regular, actually. It would have been so nice to see. I mean, I guess Whitey sort of served that purpose, but he's not, he's so much older than us. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I love the wisdom that he offers, but also there's, there's an element of just, there's always going to be a a miss. a misdirect, mm-hmm. yeah. Misconnection, misconnection there with someone uh, uh, with that big of an age difference. And man, it would have, really, would have been really nice. She was yeah. awesome. She was great. I mean, the idea that these meetings were such a big deal. Do you guys remember your counselor meetings? Oh, like, yeah. You do? Do you? You don't remember? Not really. It wasn't a big deal? Well, I, I think I was one of those like turbo kids that had it so planned out. I was just like, mm. I don't need you to ask me questions. Like, I'm getting the <laughs> out of here. I'm going to New York. I've been saying it since I was 11. Like, we don't need to talk about it. Um, Got it. And so this kind of idea that like, oh, we're going to have these big meetings with a counselor. It was So you're telling me it's real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It happens. I mean, I, I definitely had one. I was going to go to RADA, um, R- the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts. I was like, that Ooh. was my dream school forever. I, I was, I'm getting the hell out of here and going to London. That was my oh, plan. Yeah. You sound like Gus. Years. <laughs> <laughs> Gus is like, I mean, America. This is stupid. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I felt that way for sure. I just wanted to get to London. That's all I ever wanted to do. It was like, I'm going to go do theater and British TV and like costume dramas. And I don't care about anything else. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so I had, I had begun filling out my application. I was like halfway through and I had been talking with my guidance counselor about it and my grades weren't awesome, but I'm also an actor. So right. <laughs> I think they, you know, and I had like a long history of work behind me. And so I felt read, like, kid. <laughs> I felt, yeah, my, yeah, exactly. My grades in history and English were really good. They didn't, Rada probably doesn't care about math. So thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got, you know, I got really close and I was, I was ready to submit. And then um, I got the guiding light. And it was a two year series regular job. Mm-hmm. And I knew I obviously couldn't do both. And, um, so I just chose the, I chose the job. I was like, well, if I could start working straight out of school, yeah. why don't I just do that? And then if I, if that job ends and I don't get more work, well, then I'll go to school because mm-hmm. Rada's still going to be there. Um, but then, you know, I kept working. So my dream school is still sitting out there. Maybe I'll go when I'm like 60, guys. This is what okay. I'm saying, Sophia. Can yes. I do that? Let's you guys, do this. I love this because Hill, similarly to you, I had a plan in high school mm-hmm. and I I was doing all this crazy community service work my senior year in high school and every I just had no free time. That was like when I probably started overscheduling myself and I'm still trying to unlearn that. <laughs> and and Ye I, of um, 27 jobs. <laughs> me? And um I, I so I really had a plan and it was like this is what I'm doing on, you know, every day till the end of the year and um USC was my top choice because I knew I wanted to be in school, but also be acting. And the the counselor meeting, 
that was the most impactful for me, which was weirdly mirrored in this episode. I I went to USC for the BFA theater program. You know, I did the audition and it's like a really big deal. You're coming to oh, get a yeah. Bachelor of Fine Arts and um, and they accept 14 students on audition per year and blah. And oh, I wow. got there and I was like, I hate this. Um, <laughs> really? All we do all day is like sit around in an empty black box theater and we do scenes and then people go, well, why'd you make that choice? And I was like, aren't you supposed to not like... I feel Be a like tree. making actors self-conscious about their choices rather than perhaps like teaching you to be malleable, to be able to make dramatically different choices ever more quickly. Like mm -hmm. maybe that, maybe, maybe plan B should be the plan. And I was like, I don't think I like this. And I transferred into the journalism school. So I was doing a theater minor and I was doing a major in journalism. And I was like, this, it was resonating for me. It was telling real stories about mm -hmm. real people and their real life experiences and, and that was where, you know, plays, television scripts, film scripts, and, and being a good, truthful actor met for me. It was in the balance of those classes. And I was gearing up for my senior year at USC. I was the philanthropy chair. I was doing all these things. Everything felt like a big deal, very much like Brooke Davis being like, it's my last chance to take my team to nationals. What am it's I going to do? <laughs> Brooke Davis. And... And I and I was supposed to test for One Tree Hill. I booked this, you know, the callback happened and then Joy, we saw each other and then we yeah. were going in for the final test. And I knew that if I signed the test deal and I booked it, I'd have to move in two weeks. And I was like, but it is my senior year in college. And I went to see my advisor in USC Annenberg School of Journalism, Annie Mateen. Shout out to Annie. Aww. And sweet Hi, Annie, Annie, this like lovely woman who I'd never heard raise her voice or swear at anyone. When I explain to her the conundrum I was having of like, this is my one senior year in college of my life. Looked at me and went, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> and I was like, what? And she just said, you, you've been working for years for this. Mm -hmm. You can always come back to college. You will not always get this opportunity. So go. Oh, God bless Annie. We got Whoa. you. God go. bless Annie, right? And so I thought to myself, much like you did, I mean, you know what? These shows about high school, how long could they last? Two, nah. three, maybe four years? I'll go. I'll go. And then I'll go do my senior year in college. And then I turned 30 right after we wrapped. And I was like, I don't think I'm ever going back. But yeah. I want to. But you guys, the point here's is the that thing. I really want to. We've only got a go to chunk of you. time. Let's go. Where we're watching episodes of this show. Like eventually in a couple years, we'll run out of One Tree Hill episodes. Then yeah. do we just go to college together since we didn't do get a podcast college about years it? on One Tree Hill? Is there yeah. any other answer but yes? Yeah. Drama we queen. Go, go to college. Oh man, I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get, get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have too no many idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm -hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear 
view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. 
Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This is my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Right. I love those old beta tapes. (laughs) So you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new Asset Library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want. So your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, by the way, you guys won't be surprised, but I had my favorite professor from the USC Annenberg School of Journalism, Professor Christopher Smith, uh, come on as a guest on Work in Progress. And I interviewed him about you know, what he remembered and how he how he teaches kids to analyze the world around them and all of it. He's, he's a perfect awesome. person. And I said to him, I was like, Professor Smith, I like, <laughs> I really, I want to come back. Like, <laughs> could we do a specialized final year of study. Like, would you be my, my sponsor professor? And he was like, absolutely. <gasps> so if you guys want to go to USC, we can go. Girl, wow. all I'm saying is if Kim Kardashian can go to law school and pass the bar, I'm on Zoom. pretty sure... <laughs> Zoom. Oh my yeah, gosh. we can we do can go. this. I appreciate right. that about her. She made school accessible again, you know, like in yep. your 30s and 40s. Um, I love it. I'm all for us going to school because I, I liked learning. I liked that classroom environment. I think a lot of mm-hmm. what we do feels like the kinds of debates and analysis that we were doing just about like mm. not teen drama. Like we, yeah. we used to talk about the Ming dynasty in the way we talk about Tree Hill. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we go to school and I still feel the Great. fear that our characters <gasps> felt in this episode. We should go to like, UNCW. 
You guys, oh what if we go to school and then we run a radio show on campus? Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And then we'll put on a benefit show and we'll make Joy slash Haley perform. Yes. Will we be like Frazier when he like started getting punked by college kids because he was on the radio at the college? You guys didn't see that episode. Never sure mind. Didn't, I'm a Frazier nerd. Crickets. It's all right. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> moving on to Dan's short tie. Oh my God, uh, Dan. <laughs> hey, you know why this episode felt so good? Because it's like the Bye. first time Dan's failing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's another, That's a great point. Yeah. And the first that's time we've reason. seen him have a feeling in many episodes. They, they yeah. made him, and I know we talked about this last week, they made him like such a mustache twirler <laughs> yeah, yeah, villain. Yeah. And in this episode, he is running into evidence of his own failures, evidence of how other people are loved in ways he isn't. Mm-hmm. It, he, yeah. He's suffering the accountability of his cruelty. And it is yeah. a relief. We don't want the bad guys to win. No. That's it, what I was just going to say. It's like, this is why we watch stories. Like, yeah. I, I've been watching the Harry Potter marathon with Maria. Like, this is why, because we, we need to know that the good guys come out on top. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and uh, and I love it. I love seeing Dan. It's not that I love seeing him suffer. I love seeing this element of justice happen where mm-hmm. the and, and people living in a space of freedom, like what Karen and, and Keith are doing. It's like, you can't get me down, man. No matter mm-hmm. what you do to me, you you can all, you can keep trying, but I'm always going to get back up. Craig Sheffer, oh, standing MVP of this episode. Yeah, I mean, yes, my yeah. God, the 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 fun he's having yes. when he's in holding at the jail. Just oh, like, he's having a ball. get out of here! I didn't yeah. do sh- to that guy. It's a brand way, new key. Meanwhile, oh, like the way me, he who triggers, does a show about true crime, I'm like, lawyer, could you just, if you could stop talking lawyer, right stop now, talking. if you could please. Don't ever talk to the cops. Don't ever talk to the cops. But the way oh he God. triggers Dan to come in and show who he really is, that yeah. he's really the violent one. All these beats outside the school. he says, let's leave mom out of this. Oh my God. You son of a bitch. Yeah. No reason to bring mom into it, Danny. Incredible. But that moment at the end, yes, to get back to where we started, Joy. Craig (laughs) Sheffer standing in the rain, looking like an old timey movie star, Mm -hmm. just with like grown up James Dean energy Mm -hmm. saying, Oh, totally. This isn't your life, Danny. Yeah. I was like, I want a movie of this. I want more of this episode. I need, I need more of these too. It was gorgeous. He looks good in the rain. I think Craig Sheffer should just always carry around rain above him. Just walk around. (laughs) You know what? That opportunity right there where Keith approached Dan's car could have been a very catty line. It could have been something really snarky. Well, he did say, I hope you have your pants on. Well, he did. But it's not your life, Danny, Mm. is an admonishment that is gentle and Mm -hmm. sad and kind of cautionary, you Mm -hmm. know, because for how many years did Keith look in on Karen and Lucas and Dan say, like, it's not your life. That was that's my kid. That's my ex, you know? Um, Yeah, that's right. 
Keith could have gone full asshole. And instead, Mm -hmm. he was really gentle, just like, drive away. This is not yours. Mm -hmm. Um, After Dan has just created such havoc. Mm. You know what I thought was so wise about it? Not just the way it was written. There are things Craig did in that first scene in the jail. He goes, police, help. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so, 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 his choices. And, And what you're making me realize as you talk about the way the scene happened is Craig made a choice. Mm-hmm. You could punch someone with that. Mm-hmm. Or you could like slowly gut them with it. And he slowly and gently gutted Dan with that, mm-hmm. saying, I know how much you hate your life. Yeah. It's all your fault. This life is mine. Mm-hmm. And, ooh. Have a it's, look around you, man. Ooh, like it cuts right to the center it of, is, of all of us, but especially of a guy like Dan, a narcissist, a violent narcissist. It, who's it spending time him. sitting in his car outside of, you know, this cafe, sitting and watching his I mean, we've established that Dan family. Scott is a stalker. Like oh, yes. 100%. That man of isn't course. at the high school. He's oh, over my up God. in Karen's business, either in her kitchen or in her restaurant. <laughs> But it's so, it's just such an interesting way women. to watch essentially a duel. Yeah. And mm. and Keith doesn't do some big violent sword move. He just gets him right in the center of his heart. Mm-hmm. And it's quick. And it's like it's like Dan never sees it coming. I don't know mm-hmm. why this became a, a fencing movie to me all of a sudden. Because <laughs> I mean, I'd watch the <laughs> Count of Monte Cristo. Right? the hell out of that. Yes. I would watch the hell out of these two do more of this. Well, well you also- can. I think if you go see Berserker, the movie that they shot in <gasps> South Africa when they were like 25 years old. <laughs> okay, wait. When we're all together, Berserker. when we're all together in September and we have a slumber party, that's what we yeah. have to I watch. I feel like Berserker yes. is the choice. Yes, yes. Um, also, what I liked is that Dan makes such a big deal out of, I have delivered this scout to you, Nathan. I have delivered this scout and I've done it out of control and I've done it out of ego and it's the me show scouts here because of Dan Scott. And then in reality, what ends up happening is his brother, Mm. the kid he shit on for years. And the person who he handed the spotlight over to in this game is the person that hand delivers the scout to Nathan. Mm, It comes from a place of love and a place out of mutual respect out of this like Mm -hmm. ego driven place and Dan just has to stand back and watch it. He has mm. to watch Lucas deliver on a silver platter the meal that he thought he cooked, you know? And yeah. it's, yep. uh, it's just easy I loved justice. Wh- Whitey coming through with the good parenting of refusing to allow Nathan to play, even though he knew the scout was there. And even though it was, those are the moments as parents where, it's really hard to do the right thing. Girl, they want that iPad all the time and we have to say no. (laughs) That's right. There's moments in life when you just have to say no or you just have to like put your foot down and say, I'm sorry, this is the consequence for whatever you did A, B or C. I know it's prom, but you're grounded because blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And I'm sorry. I know this really sucks, but you did do this. And but but people have to learn that there's consequences for their actions. Gus yeah. got a C in English, Joy. <laughs> Gus got a C in English. I don't oh. know how, because this child is like my child, you know? Oh, he's so smart. 
gets to see in English and I say, you have to read books this summer. And it's like, I've taken away the iPad. He has to read a book. He's devastated. He's Nathan Scott on that bench. Okay. <laughs> After we got done taping yesterday, I go and I'm sitting at my desk and my son comes in to my office, devastated, blubbering, blubbering, <gasps> because he has finished Of Mice and Men, the book I assigned <gasps> to him. And it was the most rewarding moment ever because he yes. was like, Mom, this book is crazy. And it's oh, what Whitey baby. experiences here. The joy of watching those Scott brothers. The yes. joy of watching yeah. the click happen. It's the click. Yes. Yeah. And you, it feels You can't like do everything for them. You just have to set it up. Like, here's the parameters. I'm not in control of what happens, but mm -hmm. here's here's the parameters. Yep. And then they showed up. They showed yep. up for each other. It's good. Mm. It's good. You got to go through the pain before you can appreciate mm -hmm. the click. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I think there's something so inspiring too. thinking about the ways in which we all had to learn to be who we've really, truly feel like we are to be a little less afraid, to be a little less conformist, you know, a little less um, blindly trusting of authority even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then to, you know, to watch all of our friends kind of raising this next generation. I'm the most impressed watching my friends, watching what you both are talking about in this moment and, and so many of the women in our lives be parents when they exemplify, oh no, I can't make my kid do anything and I can't have expectations about who they are. What I can give them is rules and structure and tools to be the best versions of themselves mm -hmm. as they grow into who they are. Because they, they're their own people. That's and it. it's so cool to watch because you, you see the click over and over again. You see it work and you go, yeah. I picked really good friends. They're really good parents. You just have to do the hard thing. That's that's mm -hmm. what's hard is doing the hard thing. But mm -hmm. there's always a payoff, you know? Mm. Well, and we see it with Lucas and Karen in this episode, which is really nice. Yeah. Because, you know, she gave him the speech last episode about him spending the night at Brooks. And she's like, look, yeah. you're almost 18. You're going to be gone next year. I can't, mm -hmm. yeah. I can't hover. But I really need you to make smart choices. And you got to mm -hmm. protect yeah. your heart as well as other stuff. And mm -hmm. for him in this episode to sit down and be like, okay, we're going on a date with Keith. You look beautiful. You know, like that kind of relationship is, mm. it's something you fight hard for because it would have been really easy for Karen to pawn him off on camps mm -hmm. and like, you know, And, and doing the things that we've talked about as parents, like it'd be so easy for me just to hand off responsibility to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'm going to have those difficult conversations with you and I'm going to listen to you, which is oftentimes yeah. the hardest part about parenting, yeah. the listening. Oh, yeah. Just listening and not offering advice unless they ask. I mean, sometimes you have to speak up, but like a lot of times it's just the listening. I'm like, mm, wow. I mean- I have ideas about that if you ever want to hear my opinion, but I'm, you know, I hear you. I'm sorry you have to go through that. That's rough. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, please oh, ask God, me for my advice. We, we text each other and we're like, is this the right thing to do? 
I, you're like, I actually know the answer and I've been there, but you don't want to hear it because you don't think I know anything and it's killing that's right. me. That's it. That's it. Making I know, me nuts. Nuts. <laughs> and so to see a mother-son relationship modeled in this like lovely, healthy way is it it makes me hopeful. Maybe this is why grown-ups liked our show because they were like, oh, I guess oh, so. we hope this is what oh, happens. It'll happen. mm-hmm. yeah. I missed Deb in this episode. I would have liked to see some moments of her like trying to figure some stuff out too. Uh-huh. But I know they only had so much time, but that would have been what would Deb have been doing in this episode if she had been in it? I mean, she would have been the third wheel on the Karen Keith date. That's probably why they kept her out, just to, like, keep that tidy, because, you know. Um, uh, maybe she'd have been in therapy. She's talking to her own guidance counselor. That would have been lovely. what the hell that to do next. would be really nice. Yeah. Do our grown-ups ever go to therapy? Any of the grown-ups in the show? I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. That would have been the kind of... I like that we did this as... A time capsule episode because it was like the time capsule confessional episode, you know, but it would have been really fun to do the same thing with like the kids in the guidance counselor's office and all the adults in therapy. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like, you know, Jeff went and did a rewatch of The Sopranos uh, like during the pandemic. I think everybody Mm -hmm. did. Um, Mm -hmm. And watching that show back as an adult with Tony Soprano in the therapist's office hit very differently than when that show aired when we were 18, 19 years old. And I'm watching yeah, it. It was sort of kitschy back then. It was just like, like okay. Lobster goes to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> watching this grown man try to game his therapist and like work around it and then, then actually mm. maybe try to do some real work was very interesting. And it would have been lovely to have that device in our show with Dan Scott having an outlet like therapy. Like Dan Scott mm, yep. and therapy is a whole spinoff, friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I would not, not want to no. be that man's therapist. No, no but how no different thing. would everything have been if he had had a Lorraine Bracco to be like, not today, mister. <laughs> <laughs> friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Nothing (laughs) is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And, you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm-hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. 
everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom, and more, Wayfair makes it easy. With fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff, and they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm-hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm-hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason. And many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but 
I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time, whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. How great was Cheryl in this episode? Cheryl Lee, mm. oh my gosh. I just, she made me so emotional walking. Was that her choice just to be crying at the table? Because yeah, of, what was that about? Beats the fuck out of me. It wasn't scripted, I don't think. I think, I think Peyton asks her, are you sure you're okay? Mm. Oh yeah, so maybe it was. And there's something really lovely about the fact that we didn't get into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah I agree. Sometimes we yeah. just talk stuff to death. Ay. And the idea that this grown-up is at mm. the dining room table crying and a kid is just mm. so in her own bubble that she's like, I mean, I guess if you say you're okay, you're okay. Yeah. You know? I wouldn't have pushed a grown-up when I was a kid. There's well, no. and it played because she was emotional about being proud of you and it seems like that's genuinely where it was mostly coming from she's so good and i think she's so earnest in it and all the stuff she says is just everything i ever want a grown-up to say to me and Mm. so it's so hard to watch because i'm just Mm -hmm. like uh because i know it's gonna get taken away and i want it for Mm. Peyton, and i want it for myself and i'm just like oh no it really Mm. is the worst band-aid that's ever been ripped off professionally to have cheryl lee in our orbit and then have her go away because you're just like what one yes why please no don't not that one no, but and, but she's so cool in this episode. You know, Peyton's talking mm-hmm. to her about her girlfriend's sex life, you know? Yeah. And yeah. what a cool relationship. I hope that I can talk to my daughter in that way, where it's like friends mm. with benefit. Ew. Like, you can brand it as whatever you want to brand Isn't it, that kiddo, just- <laughs> but... That's just, just sleeping up. around. Yeah, that's not, gonna, <laughs> that's not really going to work for you, just so yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's got the wherewithal to, like, be like, okay, so who are you screwing around with? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's what's kind of interesting is that Peyton gives such a vague answer that we don't know if yeah. she's talking about Jake or if she's talking about Lucas. Because she says he was my friend and there were benefits and now he's mm-hmm. gone. And oh. we don't really know who she's talking about. We th- We assume she's talking about Jake. But in her storyline, in the first three seasons of Peyton, the person who is consistently her friend in tough moments is Lucas. Yeah. Mm. Um, And so it's, again, one of these little tiny breadcrumbs. We had one either in the last episode or two episodes ago where Peyton's subconscious was like, should Lucas be with you and not Brooke? Yeah, This is another one of those breadcrumbs where it's like. Yeah. I was wondering the same thing. I was like, is she talking about Jake or is she talking about Lucas? She didn't say a name. Yeah. 
I mean, her and Jake are buddies, but not like, like what Ellie's saying, if you can find your best friend who Mm. is also your like lover, isn't that Mm -hmm. the fairy tale? Um, Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I Mm. mean, kind of. Ellie, man, just coming in with the one-two punch. She just knows what's up every (sighs) time. And, you know, it's interesting too, like, there have been so many movies, shows, books made and, and read and experienced that revolve around the idea of what you learn before you die. Mm-hmm. Like what, what you kind of are able to put in perspective when you, you know, when people find out they have terminal illnesses. And Ellie really comes in like that sort of oracle. She sees all of it. She's got all the perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, she she's able to kind of zoom in and get really sharp in all these lessons. And I I would love to know from the writers if some of that was meant to mirror, you know, the the stories we've all read about, you know, this is what I learned being a hospice nurse. This is Mm -hmm. what I learned having terminal cancer. Like we've all read those. Right. And I mm. I really get that kind of energy from her and from the way she talks to you. And I think it's so beautiful. And I would I would just love to know how intentional that was, you know? I want to be a yeah. mom like Ellie. Like, she's so mm-hmm. frank. Like, I loved that cut where it's, what were you doing after high school? And it cuts to Ellie and she goes, drugs. Because <laughs> 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 I think that there's a way to be a parent that is disarming with your kids uh-huh. like we live you know in new york and we go into the city all the time and obviously we're in washington square park all the time and there's just like mm. drugs everywhere everybody's Oof. smoking weed everybody's like skateboarding it's an eyeful for a 12 year old boy and so yeah you know it's like i want to i would like to imagine that i am more of an ellie parent where i'm just like mm. what do you want to know like let's yeah, walk you through yeah. it. Let's be real safe about stuff. Let's be smart about stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I try and do that too. Hell, you gotta just mm-hmm. level with them, man. They're not dumb. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and they're hearing it at at school. Yeah, better they I hear it from us, the cool moms. That's damn right. Yeah. We got tattoos. I also think it's so important <laughs> to disarm some of that for your kids. Like I know how effective that was for me. You know, yeah. my mom talking to me about being in her early 20s in Manhattan and going to Studio 54 <sighs> and all the stuff she saw. Yeah, Maureen does not seem like the kind of person that hides much. No, your She's mom just like, is a party. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My party. mom retired is so fun. My mom came into my house, you guys, a couple of weeks ago and was like, I'm thirsty and opened the fridge and grabbed a can. And I don't even know where these came from. Jenny, y'all know Jenny, one of my best friends. Probably many of you listening at home know Jenny. And Jenny loves a can. So I think we just have them here. But it's like that like C-A-A-N. I think they're like a a weed soda. And I think they came from like a PR office. And they're just here. I've never had one. That's not particularly my thing. Do they want to be a sponsor on Drama Queens? I mean, (laughs) we'll take it. And my mom... My mom grabs a can and I go, oh my God, mom, 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 mom. And she's like, what? And she's like opening it. And I go, there's weed in that. That's not like a, it's not just a ginger, whatever. And she goes, yeah, it's two milligrams. <laughs> like, looks at me like I'm a loser. And I was like, 
oh i mean okay enjoy it and she was like you need to relax you should drink Calm one of these down. and i was like okay okay lady quit calling me uptight but I what i will it. say is like <clears throat> i think back you know it's funny for me now at our age i think back to being young and my parents because of their own experiences and their experiences in their family were able to really clarify some things for me because mm-hmm. as a kid you learn like dare drugs are bad you know and what what the adults do is good and my parents were like listen some drugs are legal and some aren't yeah. you know when we were in high school marijuana wasn't legal granted it was everywhere but my parents were like look there's really no difference between marijuana and tobacco one just made so much money for corporations that they were able to make the other one illegal they'll both fuck you up and they're and only one is addictive and will give you cancer. You make your decisions. Mm. You know, some some people belabor, and I'm not, by the way, out here saying like, everybody should try every drug because there's no difference. There, there obviously are. <laughs> but, but my parents were like, listen. You know, That's the title of the episode, right? <laughs> Please make the um, title of the episode. Drugs. Drugs. All in caps. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my my dad's dad, I'm, I can say this because, you know, both my dad's parents are no longer with us, but my dad's dad was an alcoholic. And my parents were very clear, like, listen, everybody drinks because it's legal. Alcohol is also a drug. Yeah. Like, they gave me very clear perspectives on being careful in all sorts of arenas and respecting how I felt under any version of influence I might want to try at any time as I grew up, you know, just because one thing's legal doesn't mean it won't put you in a dangerous situation. Figure out how you feel. And that was more illuminating for me, thinking back like at Gus's age, than anything else. Because it gave me agency to understand that I could observe things as they are, not just as someone told me they were. Not yeah. just like, yeah, it's fine to chug beers all weekend because everybody in college is doing it. I was like, I mean, I love a good beer as much as the next person, but like the people doing keg stands and beer bongs get so drunk they throw up on themselves. Right. And that's yeah. embarrassing. I mean, you know, that's like a, that's the thing about freedom. You can't mm-hmm. just there there's no such thing as just do whatever you want. We have conflicting desires at all times. You mm-hmm. want to go party and get drunk and get high. The, the the freedom you're giving up is the freedom to think clearly and have a more, you know, organized life, being able to function uh, on a high level if, if you're going to live this other way. So you want that freedom, you're giving up this freedom. If you want the freedom to be able to do, you know, live a life where you're um, coherent, you're working on yourself, you're constantly um, functioning on a level that is... Uh, beneficial, then you have to give up the freedom to go live a life where you're constantly filling yourself up with things like drug and alcohol, drugs and alcohol. Um, And that's something that was never, I mean, I was always a pretty good kid and I didn't do, well, I hate that term, good kid. Um, I was a, I was a pretty safe kid um, mm-hmm. in terms of Until that drugs champagne came along, Joy. <laughs> Baby, don't get me started, you know? But, but, but yeah, nobody ever really talked to me about that idea of like, well, think about what you're giving up on either end. You're yeah. going to make your decisions. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, so if you, you know, you're going to make mm-hmm. your decisions, but mm-hmm. just think about what you're giving up on either side. There's no such thing as just 
total freedom. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think something that's interesting about what you're saying is we get stuck in this false binary a lot. And, you know, Joy, I've heard you say, like, I wish I was, I wish I gave myself permission to be more wild when we were in our 20s. Yeah. And I I think. Meanwhile, (laughs) meanwhile, meanwhile, Sister Hillary was like, well, I <laughs> probably could have sobered up a little. <laughs> you know, if if we'd met in the middle, we would have been yeah. unstoppable. But that's unstoppable. it. <laughs> that's it, you guys. What I'm saying here is I think if we're more honest with each other, with our kids, if mm-hmm. our parents had had the language that, you know, now that we're in this amazing era of mental health awareness that we have, mm-hmm. like there could have been a little more grace for the flexible. Yeah. You're not... There's no, what's a good kid? Be a good right, person. Exactly. But if yeah. you want to experiment, can you do that safely? You yeah. will make mistakes that you'll wish you could take back and you'll do some things that adults in the room might tell you were a mistake that'll be your favorite memories of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, let's make what are sure. The calculated risks. Yeah, calculated risk. Like, because let me tell you what, and for our friends at home, we're pros at calculated risk oh, now. Yeah. We're more fun than we've ever been. Yeah. I love us. I love us so much more now than I did when we were 22. And I loved us a lot then. <laughs> yeah, we were fun. So, exactly. exactly. We've arrived. Yes. Well, oh, in man, a show that this. is completely devoid of parenting, um, yeah. to have this, you know, guest actress who's doing this arc come in and mm. like bomb after bomb after bomb. It's just like, listen, if you're going to fool around with a boy, awesome. Make sure it's worth it. Hey, if you're going to do drugs, yeah. I did drugs. I'm here. I'm a functional person. You could do better than that. You know, that earnestness and that honesty, I was just so hungry for it. And I I hope we continue to get more of it because I know like other parents come in, like Daphne comes in eventually. Joy, your mom comes Mm. back after I leave, you know, like we, we get it, but like, you know, we would only get it in little tiny doses. Nice. We did get some parenting in this episode, though, and that and I loved that. We saw Karen talking yeah. with Lucas. We saw the Ellie moment. We saw Whitey doing the right mm-hmm. thing for his for his boys, his team. Um, and uh, I loved that oh, he oh, took oh, his Keith. whiskey glass and put it in the drawer and closed the drawer. Wait, what? When did yes. that happen? When Nathan goes into Whitey's office after the game and is like, "I know you had to do that," you know, like, "Yeah, I just want to yeah. talk to you about scouts." Whitey has, you know, a hard-earned glass of whiskey sitting on his desk. <laughs> and rather than leave it there, which is inappropriate, yeah, he takes it and puts it in his desk drawer and just slowly closes the drawer. Like the child- I must have been looking away. The what? child has already seen the glass. The child knows what is happening. And he's just like, this is a formality. <laughs> You never saw anything. No. Pay no attention. No. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I need some whiskey. How's your how's your whiskey line going, Hill? Oh What's my happening? God, dude. We I have I'm so tomorrow I'm going to an event at the Beekman Boys estate because they're Ooh. doing this. Okay, who are the Beekman Boys? Who what? are those guys? The Beekman Boys. Um the Be- Tell our audience. The Beekman Boys are a couple um that moved up here to the Hudson Valley years and years and years ago. They bought a goat farm. They completely employed their whole town with a line of like goat soap and like all these like fabulous boutique products. And if anyone exemplifies um, caring for their community and building opportunities for small towns Mm. and and rural areas, it's them. And so I read their book before we bought our farm. 
And they were like my heroes. So tomorrow they're Aww. doing this event at their estate and they're using MF libations as like their cocktail at the dinner. And Sweet. it's so nice. I can't wait <gasps> to go and I'm going to play with baby goats and it's going to be oh, so yay. fun. Drinking with the Meanwhile, goats. Meanwhile, I am going to a friend's house to have some drinks tonight and I'm bringing a bottle of wine that came to me from Drink Good Wine. Oh, I'm very oh, excited God. about this. Yeah. I've got a case of six. I've been drinking the the white. One of the whites is in my freezer, right? Or sorry, my fridge right now. Um, Grant has And I don't really drink wine. The oranges white wine. are like crazy. The oranges are insane. I'm saving They're them. So I'm good. saving them. Actually, that's what I'll bring, to, that's what I'll bring tonight is an orange wine. Mm. Okay. So anyway, I'm excited about both of your family liquor companies. I just wanted it's to plug so you guys. fun. Um, we have some listener questions. Alex wants to know, I noticed there's a wedding nearly every season. Was that intentional? That's hysterical. Was it intentional know. by the writers? I mean, somebody in the art department was probably sleeping with a local florist. They're like, <laughs> so, so when I was on the North Carolina Film Commission, that was oh one of the studies God. we did. Like how many small businesses benefit mm-hmm. from film in a place like Wilmington, you know? And when you look at like the catering we do for dinners so and food. many. And things like weddings and funerals on our TV show would blow up a florist's yeah. yearly income. That was a big deal. Yeah. Do you guys remember, speaking of one, those, those film commission research pieces, I remember after our show wrapped. Um, and, you know, again, guys, we were just like a family show. We weren't doing, you know, crazy stunts and blowing things up. I mean, very often, <laughs> once in a while we did. But you know, Sometimes. the just the the amount of investment. They talked about how not money spent insularly on our show, mm-hmm. like within the studio, uh, you know, per episode, but money that filtered from our show filming in Wilmington out into the city and state. In nine seasons, our show generated $256 million worth of investment into North Carolina. (gasps) Hotels, awesome. Like hotel rooms rented to Hillary's Point, you know, catering for second meal that came from the Chinese restaurant or from the place on Front Street. Like the, you know, if we were shooting a wedding that was eight days and eight days, we needed 46 flower arrangements. An eight day wedding. And it's not just like a four hour (sighs) wedding or like a six hour wedding. It's like a 15 to 17 hour wedding. And I think that's a, that's part of like the story that gets lost there. There's this real weird narrative that's been pushed about Hollywood Mm -hmm. and film and TV. And it makes me laugh because I'm like, first of all, nobody works in Hollywood. No one's from all over the country. We're all from like, like, Joy's yeah, from we're Jersey. All from, we're all from Ellsworth. Hey. Joy from Jersey. But we, um, That's you know, your biography, by the way, Joy. Joy from, Joy Jersey. from Jersey. Can't wait. <laughs> but there's like, there really is this incredible thing. Anywhere that a, that a show or a, or a film pops up, you create a community and you also boost a community. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny, you know, I like when people are like, why do you TV people care so much about healthcare? I'm like, Cause we all have healthcare cause we're in a union, yo. Yeah. Like we want other people to be able to be in unions and like go to the doctor for like not a million dollars a year. That's yeah. why. And I, and I think it's, I, I get really proud when we get to talk about the way that our storytelling has been able to stand up in communities like Wilmington and in States, mm-hmm. you know, like our former home state. And we get to, you know, we get to support all these cool small businesses and the, the mom and pop shops and the clothing I stores, just love it. all of it. 
Wait, so yeah, what I was our it. favorite wedding though? Of all the weddings. Ooh. Of all the weddings, what was our favorite wedding? I really had fun at Nathan and Haley's wedding where the car goes off the bridge because oh, it was yeah. just so much to do. Yeah. And um, it was on, it's such a beautiful, we were shooting on this gorgeous property and it was like old and historic and there were so many, I don't know, everybody was there and it was a big party and everything was in a different location. Yeah. So it wasn't all in one room. So we were moving from like places on the property to different places. And, and then there's like a car going off the limo's going <laughs> off the edge. And we had Michael Truco with us. Truco. And there's like guys yeah. in the water trying to shoot the alligators. There was a lot going on. I liked that wedding. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That was really That was fun. the one. Have I told the story yet about, um, what, when I was, I couldn't get there cause my flight, I missed my flight no? and we had to shoot that day. What? We had a helicopter set up for that for that day. Like there were shots from a helicopter. There were like guys set up in the water. It was a huge, huge, huge day. And I was flying back from wherever I was, probably LA or Washington or something. And um, I was sitting in the Atlanta airport and I had my headphones on and they changed the gate and I didn't hear it. (gasps) Oh, and I no. missed the flight and it was the last flight out. No, you had to And I had to be there. I had to be there at uh, like 6.30 in the morning. Uh-uh. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So I, I literally, this is, this is some real bougie shit, guys. This is the kind of stuff that actors do at the last minute because we're so scrambly. Because you don't want to get fired. Because you don't want to get fired and you don't want to make everybody wait, like a crew of 200 people wait for you know an extra six hours like it's it was bad it was like the worst case scenario and I went down to like budget rent a car and I said because I knew I had to sleep because I had to work the whole next day and I had it was like my wedding day and we it was craziness and I had to sleep so I found this woman that looked trustworthy and I said I will pay you a thousand dollars to drive me to Wilmington North Carolina tonight (laughs) And she did. Joy, and she was stranger. <laughs> Not even a car service. Just a lady. I love this. No, because there just was no time. There was no time to like find a car. Listen, I, mean, I don't know. The internet I was also on our phones like, back then. That's no. right. Oh, that's right. Everybody was closed. Yeah. And I, and it was, you know, I was 20, what, 21. I mean, oh what did God. I, I don't know, 22 or whatever. So she was like, this is really weird, but I kind of trust you. And um, I also like, I've seen your show. So I know you're not crazy. Let me oh get my, my boyfriend. God. And, you know, so that I'm not alone in the car with you, strange lady. <laughs> and they drove me to Wilmington. <laughs> Joy, that's bananas. <laughs> so Wait, crazy. guys, how do we find this woman? Yeah, we, we have, have her to come find on this her. podcast. Okay. Yeah, we do. That would be Somebody amazing. Somebody has could. heard their friend tell this story. Like, have <laughs> I ever right. told you yes. about the time I had to drive Joy Lens? <laughs> you know? Um, somebody I slept in the back seat I woke up in Wilmington I mean I just kind I tried to sleep Joy, you know it's like a little scary I got some love this free <laughs> iPhones we were so resourceful like damn that's what there's no excuse when like an assistant that I hire can't figure something out like no, they don't, I don't know how to like I, I can't I can't I just I don't can't hear I cannot Do you listen know how, there Me was neither. Like, yeah yeah I like this oh man I can't wait to find this woman I love this. We it makes find that her. wedding so much more juicy because I know how hard you worked for it. You know, <laughs> you had to be there. 
We need to know her. Yeah. Yeah, please. If you're out there, call us, text us. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands, I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back Three times since then, uh, my cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. (laughs) Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? 
The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, My mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. (laughs) And I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little, little Keebler sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds. Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture, they make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Let's spin a wheel. Yeah, I don't know how you top that. (laughs) No, we can't. We're done. No. I'm just going to pay these two people. (laughs) Most likely to get kidnapped is Bethany Joy Lenz. No, that's not what came up. I'm going to get in the back seat of your car. Please don't kill me. Most likely to (laughs) crash a wedding. That's great. Most likely to crash a wedding is going to be that woman who drove me from Atlanta to North Carolina. (laughs) She's like, what are you guys filming today? Yeah, I'll come. Wait, no. Guys, Why are you pointing to yourself, Sophia? You crash weddings. It's me. You I've do done it. it. <gasps> yeah. Tell, 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 tell. Um, years ago. <laughs> oh my God. Years and years ago. I can't remember. I wonder if we were still in Wilmington, or maybe if it was the first year after we wrapped. I don't know. But I was in Philadelphia. I was there <laughs> to speak to the Girl Scouts. I gave a talk oh, to like fifty five hundred young girls. Cute. On, you know, activism and community service, sweet little angels. Hmm. This must have been right after we wrapped our show. And I was with my friend Erica, who is like a crafting maven. And she had also come to the Girl Scouts conference and like took them through crafts. We had the time of our lives with all these little kids. It was like being camp counselors again. And all I wanted was a cheesesteak. We were in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I was like, there is the iconic spot. I got to go. And there was like a dinner planned that because we had a bunch of friends in town and I was like, I got to take a detour. I got to get a cheesesteak on the way to dinner. I know that's ridiculous, but I'm doing it. And Erica was like, I'll come with you. And so we had to walk from this diner to this other restaurant we were going to. And there was this party that just looked so fun. Mm -hmm. And she was like, look at those lights. I want to, I want to get a close up look at those. You know, she's Mm -hmm. thinking like I could build those. And we walk over and somebody kind of gives us this weird look and, 
And and I don't know, let's say I'm going to use y'all's names for fun. Like, oh, are you here for Hillary and Joy? And we were like, yeah. And she's got her <laughs> phone out and she's like looking at, you know, she's trying to like sneak a picture of these cool lights that are changing colors. And she's like, let's just peek inside for one minute. And we go in and we realize we're at a wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my and gosh. I'm like, Erica, we have to go. And she's like, absolutely not. We're here. We made it in. <laughs> that guy at the door is fully security. Mm-hmm. Thank God we're dressed up. And I was like, I feel very uncomfortable. And she was like, oh, you're just not get a rule breaker, it. Sophia. Yeah. You are not a no, rule breaker. No, no. I am a calculated risk taker. This was not a calculated risk. <laughs> this was an immediate risk. Also, not to like, you know, say this thing that's gross, but like we've been on TV for a long time. Right, right, we, right. We're not exactly inconspicuous <laughs> in yeah, a crowd. Of course, of course. And I'm like, Erica, and she goes, This will be good for you. Come on. We walk, ah, we, we like, like start walking in. She's she's amazing. And we 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 walk in and like someone comes around with champagne. She's like, get a champagne. She's like, give me five minutes, and if you're having a miserable time, we'll leave. And either way, we'll leave in ten. And I go, okay, okay, okay. Oh my god! So I'm like, taking a deep breath. <laughs> I can four feel minutes your stress. in. No, sweating. I'm like, oh my, my hands are so clammy. Telling you this story. Four minutes into this Philadelphia wedding, which, by the way, ruled. Wish I'd gotten the name of the band. They were amazing. <laughs> um, this guy with a camera comes over and goes, "Wanna wanna record a video for the bride and groom?" <laughs> no. And Erica looks at me like, literally, gives me the "I dare you" face, and I. Downed my champagne and went, we sure do. I love we left this. a video message together for this couple we've never met, <laughs> probably complimenting their lighting scheme. What? And then we left and went to dinner. This is genius. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You so, two are strangers. Uh-huh. I I love the impulsiveness. Uh-huh. I love So if you're the person whose wedding I crashed in Philadelphia, please send us the video. Yeah. You guys, we, we have so many detective projects for the fan base mm-hmm. this week. You have mm-hmm. to find Joy's driver and Sophia's bride and groom. I Wait. love this. Also, shout out to our detectives. D- have you guys seen the tweets about Tyler, Elvis, yes. and Chris Isaac? Wait, what? No. Oh, Joy, I'm going to send them to you. I have not been on social media in so long. I saved the tweets. People put Chris Isaac and Elvis in one of those face melder things. And the man that comes out is Tyler Hilton with black hair. It's insane. It is unbelievable. Uh, where does send me these photos? Girl, we are going to do know. this right now. I don't now. have my phone. You guys are the I'm best detectives ever. Wrap. We love y'all. Yeah. Thank you. I'm a big fan mm. of all their hard work. <laughs> it me too. It's so much easier on us. It. It's incredible. You guys, oh you are the best. Um, okay, so next week... We have episode 13, The Wind That Blew My Heart Away. Our contest winner, Amanda, told us that this was going to be the episode that made us really happy. She didn't, you know, she was like, wait till you get the 13. That's when you get your show back. But I really feel like 12 was a, a strong play I think this so. Week. Maybe she just had the numbers off. This is a good one. one I was, was really into this one. Baby, baby size gem. Um, mm. All right, ladies. I love you both so much. I love you love too. You. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens.
I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut, and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down, and you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie, and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keeper <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. In Puerto Rico, if you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, It is always time to dance. In Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music because music is life there. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.